Welcome to Episodes of Television. I'm your host, Donald, and we are now officially in the final season of Still Game. I'll be covering the episodes Local Hero, Cat's Whiskers, and Dead Leg Part 1 in this podcast. Before we get started, um, I don't have a lot to say. Um, actually, I'm recording this right after the last podcast. So I just wrapped up recording um, the second half of season eight. Rolling right into season nine. Um, so I don't have a lot of news or a lot of things to say. Again, thank you all for a thousand listens. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. This is just this is just a hobby for me and it's something I like doing and I like sharing these shows with people and it's just something fun I like to do not in the social media realm anymore so I don't have a lot of ways to ad- I don't have any ways to really advertise it except the people I talk to um so you sharing with your friends is very much appreciated but I'm not on social media, um, I'm not well known, I'm not in a studio, I don't do advertisements, I don't do any of that, because I'm trying, I want this to be free for everybody, and I don't want to be to the point where I'm relying on advertisements, but this is my hobby, I fund it myself, And everybody has the benefit of listening to it wherever they listen to it at. That's it. It's as simple as that. So before I get started, there is one thing I do want to say about this series. We're ending on a cliffhanger. Dead Lake Part 1. This is, in fact, a two-part episode that we'll have on the next podcast, Dead Lake Part 2. And this is actually with a to-be-continued tag at the end of the episode. Out of the episodes on Netflix, this is the only one that is a to-be-continued Part 1, Part 2. Now, I know what some people are thinking. The episodes where Jack and Victor went to Canada. We left them in the plane at the end of one episode, and they're in the Canadian airport in the next episode. That's continuing the storyline, but it's not a to-be-continued part one, part two episode. If I remember right, one was a season finale and the other a season premiere. And they did that another time. I can't quite think what episode that was. But they have done this episode. Then they continue the storyline in the next episode. But this one is a direct one single storyline for two episodes. If that makes any sense. Here's the really cool thing. 
sneak preview for the following podcast. Stuff that happens within this two-part episode follow through through the rest of the series. Well, you'll see what I mean when I get there. Let's just get into it. And we're going to kick off the final season of Still Game with the episode Local Hero. We see Winston walking, and he notices that Ida, Isa, I've said her name for nine seasons of this show, and I've, I have now called her Ida. Winston notices Isa, and hides, puts a newspaper in front of his face. She walks by and she goes, "News, you, Winston," and. Smell of Old Spice and stale beer and something else. I knew it was you. This punk kid runs up, steals her purse. And Isa's like, Winston, go get him. He's got my bag. So he takes his leg off and throws it. And the kid had said something. But it hits the this punk kid in the back. It knocks him over like it knocks him out cold. And he yells, shut it, Tadger. And we're going to be hearing that a lot this during the covering of this episode because that becomes his catchphrase. Jack gets home. Victor says, where the hell were you? It's at the bookies. I always put a line on the bookies on Thursday. He goes, I, I can't remember if he says he does on Wednesdays or Thursdays, but Victor says it's the other day. I think he said he goes on Wednesdays and Jack or Victor says it's Thursday, the day they go get beefy bakes. Victor says he ate Jack's beefy bake and he says they need to communicate more clearly. Now, how in the fuck is this possible? Jack and Victor live next door to each other. They go get each other before they do anything. They go around together everywhere. They're that close to friends for 60 years. And all of a sudden they don't communicate that well. I am sorry, but to me that is way out of place for the entire series. Anyway, Winston's at the Klansman having a drink, and Edith comes in, and she is. She comes in with this growly, like, mmm, raw man, all man. Just give me some space. Mmm, I got a space for you. And then he just, he says something. 
he says something and she keeps this like growling thing up and he just looks at her and she gets real quiet and walks off and Bobby brings him another pint and we find out Isa's buying his drinks as a thank you for saving her purse and you know he was a hero to her this isn't the first time you know he stood up for her we remember back in the Harry saga, Winston went to bat for her, pretend to be her boyfriend, so Harry would leave her alone. So we know Winston's not completely heartless when it comes to her. We got some Bobby's banter. Oh, look who it is. Thelma and Louise. I will we be happy to drive off the end of the cliff to get away from to get away from your batter. Two pints, Brick. And Jack and Victor tell Winston there's kids outside asking for him. So when he goes outside, they're cheering him and they want to take a selfie. One of the teenagers in the group filmed it. And from the camera angle, he would have been where the the film camera is. So we that's why we didn't see him there. But apparently he would have been looking right down at this kid. But it doesn't mention there was a kid there. There's a teenager there. Winston gets invited to go on a radio show. To talk about being an internet sensation. This lovely young lady brings him in, introduces him to the radio DJ. His name is Dez. He says, okay, so there's no cursing on air. Uh, we want to talk to you what it's like being an internet sensation. Your story of what happened. And so he sits down and the girl asks him, can I get you anything? Tea? Coffee? A cup of tea? Uh, you bastard? Milk, and a big shitey spoonful of sugar in it. And she just looks at him confused. And the guy sits down, and we get this shot of Winston by the mic. I don't know why, but this made me laugh. He goes, balls fanny asshole. They talk. There's a stupid line in here. How does it feel to be viral? I'm not viral. I take a shower every day. Tough studio. Then they continue the chat. You know, what's your story? What happened? Blah, blah, blah. Jack and Victor and Navids. And they have decided to get cell phones. So they can stay in touch with each other. I did not write down this scene. So I'm just going to put it in here. Yeah, I I don't remember when this scene exactly takes place, but Jack and Victor go to a cell phone store. They say they want a couple of cell phones. And the guy's like, do you want Android, Apple, 
uh, Wi-Fi, 3G, 4G. We have 16, 32, and 64 gig. And they turn around and walk out and goes, wait a minute. You two just want to talk, huh? Yeah. All right, two pay-as-you-go pay phones. Goes in the back and he yells for the guy, you got any of those pay-as-you-go phones? Yeah. I need them for two daft old bastards. So... They get him, and they're like, ooh, it's like pure Jetsons. Winston goes up to a truck and orders a hot dog, gets it for free, because the guy liked his viral video. Mick comes up, and he, he wants to show something to Winston. See, you're getting a free hot dog. I couldn't get a free hot dog, because you're famous. You're an internet sensation. And Winston doesn't know what he's talking about. So he goes, hey, can I get a gratis hot dog? No. See, you did. And he tells him, you don't let the fame fade. You stay on top of it. You nurture it. And they walk off together. Victor calls Jack from outside his door. And Jack says, come in at your leisure, door's unlatched. Then they talk about ringtones. Jack has a klaxon alarm. He can't figure out how to change it. And Victor's got a, like a James Bond style theme. He goes, oh yeah, I want that one. He goes, no, it's to reflect something personal. And he goes, how do you reflect this? And I forget what he says. And Victor says, that's easy. What this? And calls his phone so the alarm goes off. Isaac gets Jack and Victor to watch a new video of Winston. Mick is now Winston's cameraman. And records Winston cooking a roll, flat sausage, an egg, white pepper, Tabasco. And when he squeezes down on it, the yolk sprays all over his shirt, but it looks like it's being shot out of a bottle. Last time, I had a fried egg and a sandwich. The yolk would just pop and just run down everything. It wouldn't spray me directly. And it almost looks like mustard. Like, or, um, or liquid butter. Uh, Jack points to a video for Victor to click as Victor is sitting in front of the computer. And it sounds like porn. And Liza's begging them to get the video off her computer. And they, she goes, click it off, click it off, click it off. And there's a click. But it's still going. She goes, what'd you click? And Jack goes, like. Uh, Bobby, Victor, and Tom are talking at the Klansman. And then Jack gets a call from, or I'm sorry, Victor gets a call from Jack. Uh, he's in the bathroom and wants Victor to order him another pint. And then Bobby, they're talking about the, like, the internet sensations and viral videos. And Bobby shows a video of a failed cliff dive and laughs at it. And Jack and Victor are like, why would you laugh at that? Because it's funny. 
Oh, well, I'm going to have Victor record me getting ran over by the bus. Who's going to watch that? I will. Eight million times. Uh, Winston comes in acting smug, orders a mineral water, uh, shakes Tom's hand and uses hand sanitizer because he's shaking so many hands now. Uh, Jack and Victor ask if they can add him to their contacts, and he goes, Shut it, Tadgers. That's essentially what he says in every scene almost is somebody, some form of, Shut it, Tadger. Jack and Victor try to record a viral video. Got a string on Jack's hat. He's feeding the ducks. What you doing, old pal? Oh, just feeding the ducks. He pull, Victor pulls the hat off Jack's head. Oh no, the wind blew my bonnet off. Hope you weren't filming that. Uh, Mate goes to Winston's. Winston is more concerned with the horse race because he bet on a very special horse. And Mick tells him about Psy from the infamous Gangnam Style video. And how it blew up and then Psy just kind of went into obscurity. Eisen makes sure Jack and Video's video uploaded properly. And that is the one and only hit that the video had. So they decide to make more videos. Ice Bucket Challenge. Victor doing the split thumb trick like you do for kids. Um, Jack's doing this thing where he blows on his thumb and his hat falls off. Jack acted like he found Elvis in his toast. And then they start getting like comments like, seen this before, hurry up and die. I'm like, yeah, that's very reminiscent of today's social media. So all their videos fail. And Winston sees the kids from earlier from outside the Klansmen. They're more interested in this policeman's videos. He's a policeman. He put a car on a, or he put a ticket under a car's windshield wiper. He goes, that's the ticket. So the kids are pretty much over Winston. And a guy comes up and asks him to open a local community center. Uh, not a lot of money, he only pays 200 quid, get it in cash. Um, Jack and Victor are at Victor's place. They're having a drink. They toss their phones in the other chair. One somehow automatically FaceTimes Isa. So if she accepts the call and she's watching them. They're going through a wedding album, and they start crying, and going through memory lane, and, you know, missing their dead wives, and everything. And Isa says, I need to share this with people. This is moving. Winston goes to the community center opening everyone's moved off from him they're just totally indifferent he goes 
how are you? And he puts his hand to his ear and they're all quiet. And, you know, he'll, somebody said something. He goes, shut it, Tadger. That's old Patter. My dad's into that shite. He goes, oh, how about this? That's the ticket, Patter Thief. Like, they're all, like, just done. He goes, oh, here's a new one. Clock these scissors. They're not blunt. It's not shut at Tadger. It's shut up. And we see that he has made their version of... The Craigling version of, like, the Inquirer. One of those, like, sticky, stupid gossip magazines that ultimately has nothing to say. Next morning, Victor's sleeping in the chair where the phones were. And his phone goes off. And he says, no, not interested. And Jack says, who was that? CNN. They go over and see Isa. And she shows them the video she uploaded of them drinking and crying and going to the wedding album. And they finally have a viral video. We have some credits. Then we see Mick filming Winston doing a knockoff Kingdom style video. And this was so stupid. He goes, Oompa Loompa Craigling style. Are we done? Oh, we are most definitely done. And that's the end of Local Hero. Now, my question. How did the phone automatically FaceTime Isa? I don't know. I don't use FaceTime. Can you record a FaceTime? And how long did she record? We never found out how long because wasn't that drain the battery that much faster? So I'm saying, yes, he still could have had um, battery in the morning. But how much of his battery was used through the day during that call um, was just naturally drained from not being used. You know, you, you always lose that little bit of battery through the day. That just, it just struck me as a little weird. But not as weird as the teenager being where the camera is, filming Winston throw his leg. Isa and Winston not seeing him. It just didn't make any sense to me. And again with Jack and Victor, I mean, they do everything together. Sometimes, yeah, they split up, but they tell each other where they're going. And for them to all of a sudden not being, not able to communicate properly is just so out of character. This episode is called Cat's Whiskers. Jack goes to Victor's. He just got back from a funeral. Puts a cat figurine on Victor's table. 
which I thought was going to be like symbolic of something or something that would come back into play. And no, but for some reason, like we see that Jack puts it on this table. Victor turns around and he grew a beard. And he tells Jack that he, he pulls up this magazine and he says, you see this guy? Yeah, it's whatever his name was. He died. They need a new uh, cover man. That's going to be me. So he grew the beard in an effort to be a magazine cover model. And he's got this, like, brightly colored shirt on. At Naveed's shop, we find out only two kids are allowed in at a time. Uh, especially now, because they're having a theft issue. And Mina says these kids are freezing, people are starting to leave. He says, alright, fine, four at a time. And she lets in three. So three kids come in, and he sees one kid and says, you've been in here before, haven't you? Yeah, but you haven't bought anything. No? He says, why is that? Because I work alone. I'm the lone wolf. And grabs this container of candy and runs out the door. And Mina just yells, Navid! And Navid starts to chase, and all these, all these kids block the way so he can get, so this kid can get away. Uh, Winston is greeted by a cat outside his door. He gives it milk. The cat doesn't want it. So it goes and sees it eating. And Joe, the their friend that's in the cart that we don't see very often, um, has been feeding the cat. At the Klansman, Winston tells Tom and Chuck about Joe and the cat. You know, I've gave that cat milk for some time and then gives it food and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we got some more Bobby's banter. Oh, look who it is. Sean Connery and his wee pal. Odd job. Well, there's your Goldfinger for you. Two pints, prick. And, uh, Victor is flipped off Bobby when he says it. He takes off his coat and goes, all right, out with it. And they all start making jokes at him. Uh, back at the apartment, Jack said something about, you know, fried chicken, think, you know, referencing Colonel Sanders. Somebody says, you look like a junkie Kenny Rogers. And one person, I think it was Isa, says, you look like Harold Shipman on his holidays. Victor tells them about the magazine cover. And Bobby says, Jack, you should you should try out for that. And he says, No, I don't think I will. And it's revealed that they're they're also looking for a woman. Isa says she'll try out for the woman's part, and he says, Okay, it's time to shave. Edith comes in, sees Victor, and she's flirting with him. Mmm. Says something. He goes, Never mind. 
that razor is going to shave with just slip my wrist. So, for the last three episodes, the Fall Guy, Local Hero, and now Cat's Whiskers, Edith is like super flirty, very horny. It's. It's weird. We know Winston has slept with her. We know Bobby has slept with her. Or at least woke up. They've at least woken up in bed next to her. But. This is. Peculiar for Edith. Because. Well I guess. I guess not really so. We don't know that whole lot about her. And she was into Victor. When she was first introduced. Way back in season one. Winston goes into Naveed's, and Naveed has him hiding in the back, and the thief comes in, and he's able to stop the thief by standing in front of the door. So the thief put the candy back, and grabbed a bottle of cleaner, and threw it at Naveed's face, and then ran out and slid between his legs, empty-handed. <clears throat> Winston buys a treat, buys a cat treat bag from... Naveed, and he leaves a trail of cat treats up to his floor. Joe and Winston have a conversation, and they set terms on who gets the cat. Whichever apartment the cat goes into first keeps the cat. The loser gives the winner a cat flap. Victor goes into the clansman alone and gets some lame Bobby's banter. Look who it is, the man from Havana. Well, I'm having a drink. Two, er, one pint. Prick. <laughs> He's used to saying two, but he only, he had to think about saying one. Uh, Victor sees Isa's done up, Peggy's done up. And he says, you try to do something. Get the piss ripped out of you for it. Then everybody jumps on the bandwagon. And then Jack comes in. And he refuses to take his hat off. And when he finally does. You see he's dyed his hair. And he's all of a sudden. Victor's height. He, we find out he's wearing elevator shoes. And the thief. The lone wolf. Returns. Naveed says he's defeated, take what you want. So he starts filling up his backpack with candies. and Naveed hits a button under the counter, shutting the front door. So the thief runs through the beads. We hear Mina, Naveed! And he runs out the back and parkours his way up. Jumps on something, maybe a vehicle, onto the dumpster and then up on top of the building to get away. My question is, why didn't you lock the back door? Why didn't you put something there so no matter where he went, he would be trapped? Oh, and Mina was 
I believe using the restroom with the door open. So she really wasn't going to do anything. Like, she wouldn't have done it anyway. Uh, Winston tries to run the cat to his apartment with a roasted chicken. I, I don't remember all the details. I think he got the cat inside, went to take a picture, and the cat left, and a dog came in. I think that's what happened. Jack and Victor at Victor's apartment. Jack says it's so warm. Turn down the heat. Victor says, nah. And then he laughs. He goes, your hair is running down your face. All the dye is just covering his head. Jack and Victor fill out their forms, show each other their photos. Jack, he's got boxing gloves on. He's taking a boxing stance. But he's wearing a wrestling championship belt. Uh, Victor has got a coat and he's leaning against his bright red car. Then there's photos of him being attacked by the owner of the car. If he is following the thief, he follows him to a house. Then we see Winston comes in the apartment building and sees the cat outside Joe's apartment. And then sees the cat go in. Then we cut back to Naveed, who's sitting down with the thief and his family. Um, the thief's mom says, oh, their father's away. Oh, he's a diamond merchant. We're living like the Kardashians. Why isn't he here? He's pissed off at the diamonds. Really? Oh, the diamonds is part of the Kardashian sarcasm. He says, how old are you? 13 last week. It's your lucky day. 13's your lucky number right now. Um, Joe tells Winston he used fresh caught, fresh caught fish to get the cat. Cat flap, please. Chang and Victor at the magazine contest. And Isaac and Tom are behind them. You can tell by the backs of their heads. Victor goes in for his interview. He does a Sean Connery impression. Uh, Naveed, back at his shop, has given the thief, the lone wolf, a job delivering uh, newspapers. He said, for the first few weeks, you don't get paid till I'm paid back. And then you start earning money. Isaac goes in for her interview, and she's got these giant fake boobs, and she's, like, trying to, like, step lively and sexily, I think, be the best way to describe it, and she gets over to the, the desk, or it's more of a table, really, um, it's Isa, right? No, it's Isa, like, Liza Minnelli, Drennan. Uh, you don't have your age listed. A woman doesn't talk about her age and her fake boobs. They go from being up and perky to poof and sagging. Tom goes in for his interview and she says something about the way the 
the cover model should look and all this. And she says, have you had any work done? And we cut to him and he looks like he's had massive Botox injections. Jack's at his interview and she's like, okay, well, thank you. Uh, we'll let you know. Then he pulls out this like piece of like crumple paper and he holds it and he's drumming it like it's like a ukulele or something. He goes, oh, I like to be beside the seaside. And he keeps singing and she goes, that's enough. He goes, shut up. Better part's coming. And then he sings, um, I love to go swimming and jag loads of women. Oh, okay, that's enough. Go on. And he gets up. And he can't walk in elevator shoes and falls through a table. Uh, a thief's carrying papers. And this kid comes up. Oh, the lone wolf has a job. Goes, my legs are hurting. His back is heavy. And he goes into the apartment building where Joan Winston lived. And Winston has put the cat flap on Joe's door. A thief looks through the flap and sees Joe's cart. So he crawls through the flap and steals Joe's cart while Winston and Joe are talking. And the Klansmen, Jack and Victor, are back to normal. No beard, no elevator shoes, hair dye's gone. Tom still has his massive Botox injections. And he said he had to pay full bus fare price because he didn't look like his ID. Isaac introduces the new Mr. Twilight, Shug, who's got brown hair now, either a wig or dyed hair. And Bobby says they didn't notice the wig. And then, they, and then Ice introduces Mrs. Twilight, Edith. She had her hairy moles removed, and they let her keep them in a jar. And then she didn't have a curvature of the spine. She had a lot of fluid pulled from her back. So now she can stand up straight, and she looks more attractive. And she pulls out this jar, and it's full of liquid and something sitting at the bottom. Um, it's funny, when they saw her, Jack's like, you look cute, you, you look human. And her teeth were yellow and crooked. And now she's got white, straight teeth. And he says, well, what can I get to love? Bobby says, what can I get to lovely lady? Pina colada? Uh... She goes, Pine Guinness. Got some credits. We come back. The thief comes in into Veeds. He apologizes to Joe for stealing his, his cart. And David says, You're at a fork in the road. You can go down this path. Stealing. Thinking life's easy. Or you can go down this other road. Hard work. Respect. He's, he grabs a bag of chips, opens them, and howls and runs out, indicating he wants to stay a thief. And that's the end of Cat's Whiskers.
This episode is called Dead Leg Part 1. Isaac goes into Naveed's, sees Jack, Victor, and Naveed, and Sheathing all laughing. We find out Sheathing is fitting them for coffins. Uh, they talk a little bit, and Isaac agrees to clean up Sheathing's, you know, like the offices and everything. But she refuses to shake his hand, still under the belief that if she touches him, she'll die. Like what happened to Eric. In season 8. Winston's at the doctor's office. Waiting. He's looking at a water skiing magazine. This guy just will not leave him alone. Sees Peggy comes out. Her and the doctor are laughing. Got some Bobby's banter. Oh look who it is. Lennon and McCartney. We'll boot you and the Ringo Starfish. Two pints you peep best prick. Bobby tells him Winston's at the doctor's, maybe a sudden burst coupon. coupon. Tom comes in with a broken TV. He says a cat jumped up and knocked it down. And Tom uses this to his benefit. I'll have a a Goldie. I think I think it's like a whiskey. Brand of whiskey, maybe. He says, cash. He goes, oh my... Frances is distraught. She can't watch her nature shows. She loves dolphins. She can't watch them anymore. And Bobby gives in and gives him yet another free drink. And Tom reveals it's not his TV. He got it out of a dumpster. Got it out of someone's trash. Broken. Same model as his. So he's going to go home. Lay it on the carpet, call insurance, and they're going to reimburse him $400 for the TV. Which, I've never had an insurance company reimburse me for TV, for a TV. So Bobby has had enough of Tom and getting free drinks and never paying. So he bars him. Find out Winston has to lose his other leg. Isa is in Cheatings and she is extremely nervous. The window is open. The breeze is blowing the blinds and they're coming back and hitting the window. There's a rack with a jacket and a coat on it. It looks like a person. The way the jacket is hung up, then there's a hat on the very top. It looks like a person standing there. She plugs in the vacuum. She starts the vacuum. Well, it pulls the plug out of the wall. She puts a different plug in, and organ music comes on, and it, all this just scares the shit out of her. Jack and Victor go to Winston's, and they talk to him. About him losing his other leg. And they go to Naveed's. And they say, hey, did you hear about Winston? Do you forget who I work with? I work with Isa. 
Isa's friend works in the doctor's shop. So Isa's friend knew about it, called Isa before he even was out of the door. Uh, they go to leave, but Tom has opened up a can of beer. And he's sitting there and goes, why don't you stay for a drink and a chat? And because of this, Navid has barred Tom. Isa puts on headphones so she can be distracted, do her cleaning, and get out. And she turns around, she sees a body... She sees a body lying in a coffin. Shug, Victor, and Jack are looking at ramp plans because they want to put a ramp at the front of the Klansmen so Winston can get in easier. Uh, they said, I didn't write this down. So I'm just going to put it in now. They're going to appeal to the construction crew's compassionate side, get some free cement, and make this ramp. So it won't cost Bobby anything. They go down, talk to the construction crew, they laugh, come back and say it's going to cost 400 Isa sees Tom walking. Tries to make him feel bad about not seeing Winston. Oh, you're barred from the Klansmen. You're barred from Navid's. He's like, I'm just wandering around. I even found myself in my... In my home. Doing my keys. Like a security guard. You know, just kind of whirling him. He says he's in his apartment just whirling his keys like a security guard. That's what he feels like, the secure, the wandering security guard of Craig Lang. And she says, go up and see your pal. So he goes, he walks off, and she goes, his house is the other way. But he did tell her that it was awkward and he didn't know what to say. She says, just be yourself. So, Tom goes and talks to Winston, and he doesn't, he doesn't know what to say. So he says, hey, you know those Clark Brogue shoes you have? Yeah. Can I have them since you won't be needing them anymore? And Winston kicks Tom out of the apartment. Isa walks in front of Jack, Victor, and Chug working on the ramp. And they kind of gloat about it. Uh, Winston opens his window, throws the shoes at Tom, and says, We're through. And Tom's just kind of standing there, and he picks up the shoes, and he's just kind of like in disbelief of. Everybody's barring him, and his best friend just kicked him out of his place. Uh, 
Jack and Victor and Chug have their backs to the Klansman in the ramp. Kid comes up, writes his name in the wet cement. Isa's in Chathing's office cleaning, and she sees someone outside. So she goes, I've, I've got my team in here. My, my pal Peggy's built like a brick shed house. And then she opens the blind to see who was out there. Because when you look at it, you have on the left the door. And you can see this shape. And then it moves left. But the blinds are on the right-hand side from the door. She opens the blinds, and they're sheathing right there staring at her. Open the door, Mrs. Drennan. And she says, You big, lanky streak of creepy piss. Um, he comes in, and she goes, That's it. I can't do this. I quit. He goes, Hold on. You might need to take a seat. I have something to tell you. So Jack, Victor, and Chug are inside. And Isa comes up in hurried fashion. And she steps right in the wet cement. And she has like virtually no balance. And we... So it kind of cuts between inside and outside the Klansman. Bobby's like, I thought you'd fall flat on your arse. So see Isa fall on her butt. And then she stands up. Bobby says something and she falls on her back. Then she stands up again and goes, yeah, I was pretty sure you'd all fall flat on your face. So she falls face first in the cement. And when she finally gets inside, she's covered in wet cement. And for anyone that says anything, she just says, Tom died. Jack, Victor, Bobby, Eisen, Navid, and Winston are in someone's apartment. Could be Jack, Victor, Isa's. I honestly cannot tell. It's probably Jack or Victor's. More than likely Victor's, if I had to guess. Bobby, Navid, and Winston, they don't, they don't think they should be the ones to talk to Francis. So Jack and Victor go see Francis. Is everything all right? Anything we can do for you at all? She thinks taking care of everything. He's even speaking because I can't. Well, what does she think know about Tom? We've known him for many years. I think we should speak for him. Okay, boys. You can speak at the funeral. So, they're trying to figure out what to say because they know Tom's a miserable bastard, but they don't want to, like, they don't want to mention that. Jack and Victor, you know, they've kind of figured out what they say. So the day of the funeral, Jack and Victor have sort of figured out what they're going to say. So the day of the funeral, um, they just, they fail miserably. So Winston takes over and he's just up front, you know, they had a falling out. 
Tom was miserable. He, you know, he's always looking to save money somehow. You know, he didn't want to spend money on anything. Then everyone gathered at the Klansman. And they're all having a drink. They say, where's the spread? Oh, it's in a bag. It's a thing of sausage rolls and something else. And he goes, is this it? Uh, Jack looks at her and says, is this it? And she says, that's exactly what Tom wanted for his funeral. And they all have a toast to Tom. And Winston's phone starts ringing, and he gets a call. And on the the screen lights up, says Tom, and has his picture. Then we have credits. And Winston went outside right after the phone call. And Jack and Victor followed him. And he wants to see the ramp that, that they made for him. And, you know, I think the, I don't remember if the name was still in it, but you saw where Isa had floundered in the cement. And we see, to be continued. And that ends, Dead Lake Part 1. So we have set up this storyline where Tom has driven Winston, Bobby, and Navi to the brink. They've barred him. He has died. They feel horrible. And Where do we go from here? Winston's about to lose his leg. He just lost his best friend. On the next podcast, we'll see where all of this goes. And on the next podcast will be the final installment in the Still Game series. I only watched what was available on Netflix. If you go on IMDb, they have different like specials and there's even an after series special where they have the cast and crew out and they talk to an audience. But that's going to do it for the first half of season nine, the final season of Still Game. You can find the podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. And I will be wrapping up the Still Game series. Remember, I'll be covering the episodes Dead Lake Part 2, Hitched, and Over the Hill on the next episodes of television. Mm-hmm.